episode of movies that make us i'm jake i'm tracy and i'm val and this is episode 199 wow next one is episode 200 we are so Crazy. close so close yeah yet so far away oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's also 9 p.m where i am so right yes yeah it's it's the after dark episode yeah yeah yeah, we, we should have done this from the very beginning. Like, where in the world is is Valerie? And like, how where to in the world? I'm actually excited to be where I am right now with the topic that we're talking about tonight. Because mm -hmm. tonight we're talking about our favorite movie creatures. They don't have to be scary, but like creatures or monsters. And I am in Rome, Georgia, and I went and took a picture of the house from stranger things where what? the main creature lives if you guys remember the big mansion that mm -hmm. if you've seen stranger things um mm -hmm. and uh so i went and visited that today i also went to a one of the biggest i think it may be the biggest um it was a very big cemetery like there's over twenty thousand. Wow. people buried in this cemetery but the cemetery has been in a lot of movies it was the in the bonus scene of black widow okay, okay. um where florence Pugh's character goes <laughs> to see um buried black widow sorry spoiler alert um black <laughs> widow dies um but it was also in For like need people that haven't seen Endgame, i guess <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know where people are at in their lives right now. That's true. That's right. Um, it was also in Need for Speed, that funeral scene. Um, it is creepy, um, but also really cool. I don't know why I always visit cemeteries when I go to historical places, but no. And it's that. usually like Sammy calls or texts me and she's like, What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm in a cemetery again. <laughs> um, I don't ever do like the tours that you go to at night. Mm. No, like today, walking through there at 2 p.m., there was like rustling, and I'd be like this, and then rustling, and I'm it's squirrels, man. Like, there's just a lot of squirrels, yeah. Um, are they? But at night, it's ghosts, ghost for squirrels, sure. yeah. Ghost squirrels, ghost squirrels. Um, it's also the same cemetery where Jim Morrison's parents are buried. Oh, interesting, and um. President Wilson's wife is buried there with her family as well. Okay. Random, but uh, yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of other things that didn't um, really do well in history. There's a lot going on here in the South, as you can right. imagine. Mm -hmm. um, Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, a lot of that was shot here. I mean, Georgia is a place. Oh yeah. Um, that over the last ten years, it's just been taking over in Rome, Georgia a lot of a lot of films yeah so. most of the marvel stuff is down there uh yep. walking dead was shot down there yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so this town's doing really well because of that there was a new series on fx that was just shot here i don't know if the series is out yet um and yeah there's a few um scenes where there's like big artillery going down the middle of the street in black widow and also the bridge that she falls down on that metal mm, bridge. Yeah. I was on that today. Very cool. And one of my favorite sports movies, Remember the Titans, was shot here. And I went and saw the field. I didn't have enough time to go to the actual college and walk through because a lot of the scenes were there. But right. I did see the football field. So cool. anyways, that was my tour. But only one monster situation. Okay. All right. Other okay. than all of the Confederate dead people that were in the cemetery. Yeah, different kind of monsters, though. <laughs> Those aren't the kind that we're talking about. Nope, we don't get in trouble for that. But if you don't like us because um, that's your jam, then if, if, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get political. Speaking but... of uh, monsters, how was New York Comic Con? New York Comic Con. Um, 
I didn't even, I, the only time I went into the show floor um, was after the event had shut down because there was so many people there. Uh -huh. um, Dave did go in, babe went in um, for about 45 minutes. He had never been there before. It was really crowded. He went on a Sunday, which at any other convention, Sundays are usually okay. a slow day, but at New York Comic Con, it's one of the busiest days because it's kids day. So kids oh. ticket that day. Um, and it was, it's just packed. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but there was so much, I, I think I said this last year, but just like counterfeit tickets, like the monsters there are the scalpers. And I just feel so bad for people because um, the show sells out. And then if you didn't have the money to buy it, when the tickets go on sale, you do what you got to do. Sure. And I felt like a monster because there's like moms with kids that come oh, up to the window awesome. and they've got like an Eventbrite ticket. It's not an oh, Eventbrite show oh, and I can't do anything. It's sold out. So I just feel like a bad guy. Um, oh. But it is such a good show and they do try and help people out. But I would just like give people a heads up, like, especially if you're going to go out of town for an event, right. plan, plan now for next year, start saving your money, get on the newsletter on the website. And then as soon as tickets go on sale, like okay. buy them through the website for any event, you know, like it's just, I see so much of this and I just feel so bad for, for people. That's, yeah, I that's, saw some of the, the cosplay photos, which looked really cool. And Charlie Cotts. Charlie yeah. Cotts dressed up as Bluey. Yeah. There was a lot of cosplay and a lot of really um, cool celebrities. Um, there are a couple people that were in, like, working with me. Um, got to take pictures with Chris Evans. Oh, um, cool. Hiddleston. A uh, couple other cool people. Michael J. Fox was there. He was there last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just a lot of really cool stuff. I'm sure it was great. I just never had time right, right. to go in yeah. there. So, yeah. I'm sure an event like that, it's just, it's hard to get away from. Work. Yeah. I mean, I worked the afternoon shift, which is really not, it's like at noon. So it's already packed by the time I get, I don't want to show up early because, you know, like sleep and stuff. <laughs> um last year I worked the morning shift so it was easier because I would just go in for like an hour after my yeah. shift before I went on so I guess I could have gone in but I chose chose no yeah well that's all right that's I decided right. to go on the Staten Island ferry for the first time instead cool which was really cool never been on that before it's free who knew I didn't know I didn't know yeah yeah that's because in a lot of places not named where we live, like public transit is cheap or free because yeah. they understand the value of it. Yeah. So I rode um, the subway a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I went into New York um, on a train. It was supposed that. to be a three and a half hour, three to three and a half hour ride. It turned into a six hour ride because um, who knew that you could also be postponed on a train? It's not just flights. Oh, but wow. then when you get into Philadelphia, they actually have to change engines because it can't go through all the tunnels with all of um, like the smoke and the fuel and everything. Oh, and so sure. they changed the engine. Um, and the first engine that they changed, it was having some technical difficulties. So then they had to change it again. But I, um, was in a really comfortable uh, seat and I was uh, screening movies. None of them were good. So oh, I can't wait to write reviews about those gems. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it sounds like when they changed the engine, it was, it was little, the little engine that couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of trains, I don't know if you guys saw this. So Patrick Stewart came out with a book and he no. was doing a book tour. Oh. Uh, and he his one request on the book tour was that he gets to take a train everywhere in the U.S. on the book tour. So That's he's been cool. writing Amtrak. That's cool. Loving it, apparently. I saw it on his TikTok. All right. It looked like he was really enjoying it. And I thought that was really cool. What a cool yeah. way to cool. travel. To I would like to do it more. It yeah. was really pretty. And I like I went through Philly and 
um, you know, just a lot of places that were kind of cool. And then, but I would like to do it like on the West coast, like where you start yeah. in California and go yeah. all the way up the coast. And they have like the trains that have the glass. So you can see yeah. like the redwoods and like all that stuff. And I'm like, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Tra trains are pretty cool. And in other places, not called where we live, uh, they use trains for actual transportation instead of a novelty fun thing. And it's just. Jake's just throwing fun. shade tonight. There's <laughs> some shade. I had no idea you were so anti-UTA. I, well, I, I'm not, I'm pro-UTA. I would like to see more UTA. I would like to see more public transportation. I think one of the things that's really hard in this is a tangent we don't need to go on but one of the things is that's really hard in the mountain west is that everything is so car centric and so if you want to get a job or think you have to have a car and if you can't yeah. afford a car you can't afford to have a job right yeah and and yeah. if we had good affordable reliable public transportation it it would be good for some people that's all i'm saying Jake needs to run for office. No, I don't. There, I, would, I don't want to put my family in that <laughs> myself in that kind of scrutiny. That's the reason you need to run. No, because exactly. you need people that don't want to be there. <laughs> I I have seen too many comments. <laughs> I on, mean, I think there's a lot of people in office that don't want to be there. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I. <laughs> I would, I would love to be in a position to help make a difference. Maybe I would do something grassroots level, but I wouldn't want to be anything. Yeah. Anyway. We will all three be making a difference together um, when we run the, the Disney 10K in January. And we have an event coming up in like two weeks yep. um, where you can come every year. Um, it's now an annual event because you can only call <laughs> something an annual event if, if it happens one. more than once, you yes. cannot call a first event an annual. Mm -hmm. I hate it when they call it People the first do. annual. First annual yeah. is yeah, not a thing. Um, ours is annual because this will be, is it the third or fourth it's time we've third. done this? Our third time will, will be the at the Midway um, Tavern um, in uh, Midvale. And it's free to get in, but you do have to be 21 or over. Mm -hmm. um, it's free to do trivia with us, but we will have um, chances to win prizes um, and a lot of fun stuff. And all of the money, 100% of the dollars um, goes to American Cancer Society. Now we got some great raffle prizes. We've got a uh, full-size full smoker. We've got movie passes. We've got um, local restaurant business, um, gift cards. So yeah, there's some great prizes to win a Lego set, Indiana Jones, Lego set. Nice. Nice. So, and I, and I just want to clarify when we say a full size smoker, we mean the kind that smokes meats. It's not like some old lady named Bertha that we have that, that smokes a couple packs. We can actually lot. raffle people. So yeah, right. That's illegal. Uh, and we can't do that. We don't I mean, you could raffle a date with Bertha. We could see if we yeah. can get that one. Yeah, you can set up dates with people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is at the Midway. We are so grateful to Bill and for letting us come back. I will say, though, if you're going to come, you're going to need to get an Uber or a car because there's no buses or trains that go to the Midway. So I think there's a bus that goes somewhere <laughs> by. Yeah. Maybe. But Maybe. it probably will end about 9 o'clock. So after Jake's that. Jake's going to die on this hill. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm feeling so so spunky. I like it. I I like it, Jake. I I like this. And Jake I like takes this. a hard stand on something. It's usually for a good thing. So I'm yeah. I'm down, I'm down with the well down with the sickness. We'll but we are excited about running. I'm not. But we're going to try really hard. <laughs> You're even less excited because they announced the uh, start time is 5 a.m. I know. I, I'm. I'm sorry. And that doesn't mean something. show up at five a.m. No, that, that means, means we start moving start. our feet. Yeah. Because I don't. I'm. I don't have issues with mornings, but I. It's like waking up at five. It's, sure. It's it's waking up, getting dressed, walking over, using the bathroom, checking out the entertainment, getting into the corral, and then waiting. Then they'll do the national anthem, and then they'll have banter, and then we'll start. 
Like Dave's not even going to be awake by the time we get done running. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's we're getting up at three thirty in the morning to be put into a corral, like mm-hmm. sheep or cows or. Uh, but we're doing what this for a, this it's is what for we're a good doing cause to raise money. It is for, for cancer research. We're, we and are health. now, friends. We are less than a thousand dollars away from hitting our goal. Yeah. So we are cruising. Doing great, and we, we appreciate all yep. of the contributions so far. And uh, and if you have the ability or the desire or both, I guess uh, we would love more contributions to get us even closer. Five to bucks, goal. ten bucks, yeah, absolutely. And if you yeah, don't have help. money, I've had a couple people reach out to say I have stuff to donate. So if you have a local business or you're crafty or whatever, we don't want like your used clothing. Right. I don't need any smelly socks um, mm-hmm. to raffle off, unless unless they were like Brad Pitt's. Unless socks. they're really going for a price. Like if you're into that and you want to pay for some smelly socks, I would say they no, needed yeah. to be no worn shame. by someone. No like, shame. Like someone like famous, but well, like we well, like people. People were saying like um, they. They sell Sensi and they wanted to donate Sensi items. Oh, that's Great. Awesome. Well, that will cover up the smell of the socks. <laughs> Somebody works at a local um, rib company and they wanted to barbecue gift cards. Great. I believe Dave is going to be donating like he usually does. Um, nice. Some money that goes towards a tattoo that always By goes way, quickly. Dave Man Tattoos. Check him out on Instagram. He did one recently, Lord of the Rings. That yeah, was, was insane. Awesome. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. awesome. I uh, I mean, it was one of the few times that I'm like, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, sorry, Jake. I wouldn't let you. Thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. My wife also wouldn't let me. And yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I would be I like, would say, no. Yeah. I'd be like, Dave, cancel that appointment. It's... I'll, I'll, be the, I'll be the devil in this one. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, I. I. <laughs> I think there are some things that like would mean a lot that I would consider if I was interested in doing it, but I'm, you know what I mean? But I'm just not interested in doing it. No, I get yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. Well this week it's Halloween time. We Woo-hoo. are talking about creature features. I thought that sounded good. It rhymes. Yeah, I like it. I you like know, it. That down. You should go into marketing. Well, I think it's been around. I think people have used the term creature feature for a long time, but but it works for us. Uh, we are going to be talking. We're doing a staff picks. We haven't done that in forever. So we're yeah, doing a staff picks. Been a while. And we're going to each talk about three different movies. We're going to go around Robin. Val- Valerie explained the rules to us earlier. So I'm going to have to have you walk us through it again. Yeah, I mean, there aren't a ton of rules. You know me. Yeah. I just, you pick your favorite like creature that could have been in more than one movie. Um, mm-hmm. or mo- and or monster or you can pick like your favorite like movie that has a creature in it so as mm-hmm. long as there's a creature or in or around sword. the situation then you're good so like i'll jump off and i'll okay. tell you my first one which it w- i don't think is going to be a surprise to anyone um because i love shark movies um is the meg but if we go back into shark movie history, yep. there's a lot of shark movies that I also like. Of course, it all began with a Steven Spielberg movie called Jaws, which we talked about. Or don't ask me about the Meg 2 because I haven't seen it and I don't care to see it. I Tracy. did how. Yeah, I feel bad for you. It, it, it is. It is silly fun. Okay. Okay. It, 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 it starts off pretty good and then it drags in the middle. But boy, the ending Wow, just you get Jason Statham on a jet ski with there a was, broken paddle maybe. with an ex, a homemade explosive attached to it, harpooning the shark to blow it up. I mean, that's the kind of stuff, you're of getting. course. Yeah, yeah, makes of sense. Of course, spoiler alert. But I love um, shark movies. I know I have said I'm not into Sharknado, that's a different kind of shark movie for me. The, the movie The Black Demon came out this year to stream. I thought that was pretty good. The Shallows is a different kind of Shallow shark movie as one. well, and I enjoyed that. Um, there's also one um, called, I think, I want to say, let me see if it's in my list here. Um, in in the Deep. Yes. Um, 
And that came out a long time ago, but that one is like, it's a little bit of a snow, a slow burn. And then it just gets you in the end, but it has a lot of good people in it. So yes, I like the Meg. That's one of my favorite monster creature movies, but it's also because I dig like shark monster movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you watch Sharktopus? Oh my gosh. Because that's a good one. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I did like Deep Deep Blue Sea, though. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Um, Santa Jaws. And I would probably watch Jurassic Shark. I, I okay. would watch that. Yeah. It, that, I don't know if that's a real movie. It should but, be. Um, but there's a lot in here, like The Deep, Shark Huntress, Apex Predator. I haven't seen any of those. Um, but there's, if you like shark movies, there is a plethora of shark movies that you could get into. Like Life Aquatic is a shark movie, but it's not the same as all these um, other shark movies. Did you see the one where the people go scuba diving and then the boat leaves them? It's not technically a shark movie. Yes. Yes. Open water. That yeah, was that came out, I think, three, was it three or four years ago? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that's my first one. So there you go. I like that. I like it. And I'm a big fan of the shark movie as well, but I like. And, I also like the silly shark movies. Yeah. All three of my monsters are very different, by the way. Nice. Awesome. Hey, Jake. It's all oh, you, buddy. It's all me, huh? Wow. I've been thinking a lot about which creatures I'm going to start with, but... You guys know I don't do a lot of scary movies, so I had to pick mm -hmm. creatures. Uh, anyway, the first one I'm going to go with is E.T. I love that cool. movie so cool. much. Uh, and I we've talked about it on the show. You guys can mm -hmm. go back and see it. Um, but, I mean, this is that visitor from another world kind of story. You get that kind of, um, I mean, there's a lot of heart to it. The interactions between Elliot and E.T. Uh, and, of course, you love E.T. I mean, who doesn't? Literally everybody does. If you lived in the 80s at all, you love E.T. Even if you didn't, you love E.T. How could you not like If you don't like E.T., I don't know who you are and what you're doing. Yeah, and, and I tried to think of like other movies that would be similar, and we've talked a little bit about Flight of the Navigator is another one yeah. where there's another kind of alien creature. Uh, there is, of course, uh, darn it, now I've, it's, the, it's the Paul Rudd favorite that he always brings oh, to Oh, Mac people. and Me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Conan I watched that movie so much as a kid. I've I've really only seen that one scene <laughs> that he brings to Conan O'Brien every if you time. You don't know what we're talking about. Stop the episode right now. Google Paul Rudd, Conan O'Brien, Mac and me, and yeah. just enjoy. It'll brighten up your day. It will. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially the podcast episode. That one. He does it on a podcast. I have to go check that out. Um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. He he brings <laughs> he brings an excerpt from his audiobook, and it turns out that it's the soundtrack from Mac and Me, or the the sound from that scene. And Conan O'Brien's like, "You jerk! I totally did not think you were going to be able to do this to me." And yeah, yeah. What I love the most about those encounters with Paul Rudd and Conan O'Brien is how awful Conan O'Brien is at acting. And pretending like he had no idea this is what was going to happen. That one, that one, I legit believe that he did not see that yeah. one coming. Um, but the other great thing about ET, and I've got to give a shout out to my sister on this one. ET terrifies her; she is scared to death of ET, and I, I don't understand that. how that. I, I could kind of see that though. He is kind of creepy. He is, but I mean, if He's you've lumpy. ever seen, if you've ever seen a newborn baby, it's basically the same. They look almost. The same. If your newborn baby looks like that. Call the doctor. I don't know what. Call, call I don't the National know. Enquirer. You'll <laughs> make some monies. If, if your newborn baby looks like that, you probably rode the bus too much. So just kidding. That's not how that works. Wow. That hit a lot harder than I meant for it to. I get with the public transit, my rant earlier. I'm dead right now. <laughs> uh, Tracy, what's your first creature? Flick feature movie. I can't breathe. Hang on. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know what that means. I don't Jake, even know what, Jake I and the show 
loves people that ride the bus. I do. I love Val's reaction was just great. I'm just (laughs) that was. I don't even get what that's. I don't. I don't know either. It was just. It was. This is a late night episode. We never know. We never know. Let's not dwell on it. Tracy, what's your first feature? (laughs) So I've got. I've got a, a creature from outer space. I'm and not surprised. Is, I knew this was going to be on your list. Oh, oh, it's John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Oh. Ah, now if I was wondering not, how far you were going to go back. If you have not seen this one, this was uh, this is an '80s one. This is Kurt Russell when Kurt Russell was in all his not Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, and it is it it holds up like every effect in this is a practical effect, and it's still freaky as all get out. So the basic premise is you have this alien creature that crashes to earth and it can take the form of anything that it sees or touches. And it starts off where the, the opening scene is a dog running through the Arctic and a helicopter is chasing it with a guy with a sniper rifle trying to shoot it. And the dog goes to the other American base. Cause it's a Swedish, um, uh, base where the uh, where the guy's trying to kill it, and the the dog ends up at the American base, and of course the Americans are like, "Why are you trying to shoot this poor little dog?" And uh, and there before the the Swedish guy can explain what happens, there's hijinks, and uh, yeah. he's not able to, and so they bring the alien inside, and then it starts to kill them off one at a time. And the great thing about this is that this creature can take on anything. Or anybody. And so you there's this whole level of suspicion. Like nobody knows if they can trust each other because one of them is this alien creature. But in between, as it changes forms, it takes on these really weird, grotesque shapes. And they like seriously, the special effects are still freaky as I'll get out because it's practical. And it is stop motion at times. And so it's a little bit like. Um, I thought about like one of the the creatures that I thought about was Clash of the Titans with Medusa because it's got that creepy stop motion feel. Um, But it becomes like spider legs with a baby head on top and then it morphs into, I mean, it's crazy. It is so over the top. But that one, I I watched it the other day while I was working and while I was on in the background, I wasn't like watching it, but I was just like, this thing. You don't have to pretend like you're (laughs) No, legit though. But I was just like, I, I did stop a couple of times and I'm like, yeah, that's, that, that still works. That, that works well. So John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a classic. You always hear people talk about it. our friend, Alan Cerny over on matinee heroes. That's like one of his all time oh, favorite. So movies. Good. And then they made a fairly, and not a lot of people liked the prequel that they made with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually is pretty decent. I mean, it's not it's not bad, but it tells the story of the Norwegian team that leads into the thing. Um, yeah. And so that one's that one's not bad either. But yeah, the thing that's a creepy monster creature. Yeah. Yeah, that John Carpenter guy. I wonder what ever happened to him. He seemed to have a knack for that kind of horror. Like that. Yeah, him and some guy named Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wonder what they're doing now. <laughs> What's your second? Um, my second movie um, is it's it's a specific movie with creatures in it and that runs kind of a gambit. And it's one of my favorite like thriller creature movies ever that I think is very underrated and it's called the mist and it came oh. out in oh. 2007 and it has Thomas Jane yes. um, and Marsha Gay Harden. And, and to me, this movie is so cool because it's actually one of the best endings in a movie uh-huh. that I think um, if you haven't seen it, I do not want to spoil it because mm-hmm. the ending happens and you're just like, what, what, and yeah. you think to yourself, that's a little more realistic than an ending. Cause yeah. Anyways, I won't get into it, but you know there's the a lot of the, uh, no. So it's different from the book. The book has a very okay. different ending. I haven't read the book. And so the book has a very specific ending, which is also good, but it's not that. And okay. Frank Darabont wrote the script and he sent Stephen King an email and he said, here's the script. I changed the ending. If you're upset and you're mad, 
I will take it back and I will do the one that you did. And Stephen King wrote back and said, the only thing I'm mad about is that I didn't think of that ending first. Nice. This is far superior. That makes me like it nothing. even more. Uh, but this movie, <laughs> what I think is so cool about this movie is that more, more than halfway through the movie, you don't see the monsters. And yeah. there is more than yeah. one. But what the main monster is in the movie is us. So yeah. what happens to people when you seclude them and you you basically take away, you know, what their regular life is. And there's a bunch of people in a supermarket from all walks of life. And there's always a couple people that make themselves the leader. And Marsha Gay Harden, I love her so much. And in this movie, she is an awful, awful person. And there's a moment where she just starts like yelling and she's like a a big like Jesus person. And I don't mean that in a weird way, like, right. like very, I don't even want to say she, religious because I don't think she it's religious. Sees herself as a Christ-like figure. Yeah. yeah like it's mm. like, it is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. um, and she is so judgy, which is ironic because you shouldn't be in whatever position she thinks she's in. And she's yelling, yelling, yelling. And then she, somebody just smacks her across the and I just think it's great every time, but like she was an awful, awful monster and made people question what they should do and they would get killed. But then you have the monsters outside that you can't see in the mist. You have the monster in the back door. You have all mm -hmm. of these webs in the neighborhood and then you have the webs of the people in the store and they're like wrapped up. And then you have the spiders that come like it's so much, but it's not gruesome. Right. It is thriller suspense, yep. and the ending is just like I would do. What? I'd do a whole episode on this. On this, yeah, movie. I would too. Oh. Like we haven't yet, but it's oh. and the creature effects. Yes. Are... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really it's one of my favorite creature movies. That's an, that's another one I watched like a week ago. Just because yeah. every time it's on, every movie. time I see that it's on, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. So good. Jake, you look bored. I I haven't seen the mist. Sounds like I need oh, to. It's so good. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not bored. Only, no, no, I'm not bored. I'm enjoying PG the conversation. 13. I think I it's don't only have much There's a couple of f bombs, but yeah. I don't even remember them because you just get so caught up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not. It's not gory. Yeah, it's yeah. horror, sci-fi, thriller. Yeah. Um, so the basic is... premise is that this mist covers this town and these people are trapped in this grocery okay. store when it comes in and there are creatures out there. So they're trying to yeah. stay locked in, but yet get away. Yeah. And oh, yeah, Val, you're absolutely right on when you're like and and somebody in the cast, like one yeah. of the one of the actors mentions it. He's like, when you strip away all the stuff of society, because they're like they're like warning about that Marsha Gay character. And he's like, she's not going to do anything. She's just talking. And the guy goes, yeah, she's talking now. Yeah. But when they start to realize we're going to run out of food and we're going to yeah. run out of fuel and we're going to run out of lights and we're going to run out of, then it's really going to get real. And then we're really going to see what these people are like. And it's, yeah. 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 Good choice. All right, Jason. So I don't know if these count as creatures, but I had to pick something that I knew would just make Tracy's day. Uh, <laughs> so I went with the sixth sense and ghosts as the creature. Yeah, they're creatures. Yeah, I like those creatures. I like this. That's and my I know, favorite I know, film out of all of them. So I think that's, I was going to say everybody's, but it's a lot of people's favorite M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> um, I, I loved it. I didn't get the ending until like, I didn't how they said it. Yeah. I didn't figure it out. Uh, so I was totally surprised and I don't know how, like I, I remember the first time I watched it was on DVD, how I made it to that point without hearing the ending was pretty impressive. Because that was pre-internet. Everybody. Though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pre-internet. So uh, I mean, the internet was Al Gore had invented it. It just, it wasn't, wasn't as green. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but everybody was talking about the movie, but there was kind of this like social contract that you weren't going to ruin it for people. They had yeah. to see it and they had to see the ending. And, um, but that movie to me, that's like the threshold of my scariness. Cause it's a lot of jump scares. It's a lot of intense stuff. And I, I can do that. 
kind of. I still don't necessarily, but this one I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, so are you and saying I thought it that, was just kind um, of. Sorry, I thought you were, you had a, a pause, but um, are you saying that uh, the main character is your favorite creature? Is Bruce Willis so, your favorite creature? Absolutely. Bruce Willis is definitely <laughs> top three as far as creatures go. Um no, I I love Bruce Willis. I don't see any reason why he could be Because he's the dead three. guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, the he is. But yeah. he sees other dead people as well. And um, but just ghosts in general. I think when you do a good ghost story, it can yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah. And there's a lot that you can do with ghosts. It can be family friendly, like Casper. It can be entertaining and funny, like Ghostbusters. Or it can be really creepy and scary, like Sixth Sense or Poltergeist. And right. there's just a lot you can do with ghosts. So. Um, the changeling freaked me out. Oh when I my dead. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Poltergeist got me. Yeah. Ghost. I'm not a series. The changeling. Stories. That was also scary, but you're talking about the movie back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. The wheelchair. Oh, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of really good ghost stories. And I feel like it's one of those things we've, we've told ghost stories from like the beginning of, having language and telling stories and right. um, you know, from generation to generation, it just doesn't get old. There's always something new or something different or even the old classics. They're still really good. Well, and I've, I've really enjoyed, I've got a friend who's like big into ghost horror, scary stuff. And he has collected a bunch of movies um, from different cultures. And it's like ghost stories from Korea or ghost stories from Romania and like, there's some really interesting stories and, and stuff from there. That's really cool that tie into the folklore and the history. And yeah, I'm always down for a good ghost story. And I 100% believe ghosts are real. So they freak me out. Have you ever story. experienced anything? No. And I don't okay. want to, but I, I, <laughs> not that I, no, I haven't ever experienced okay. anything. I was just curious because. Yeah, I just believe I like in my mind, if there's any kind of afterlife, then why wouldn't there be some kind of crossing over between the two different realms, dimensions, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, uh, but like watching ghost hunter shows and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't this is going to keep me up all night. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever really experienced anything, but like there have been times where I watch something and then like all night I'm like, there's is there a ghost scary? It's, like, it's I, and it's probably not head. a squirrel. Like it's <laughs> no, not my house. No, when it's in my house. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, have you ever had that experience where you're like laying in bed and like, you feel like somebody's watching you. Uh huh. Now, usually when that happens, it's one of my six kids that have like snuck into my room and they are actually watching us. But when they're not there, it, it creeps me out a lot. I, that makes so. perfect sense. Yeah. 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 Although when it is one of the kids, that also freaks me out because yeah. they're just kind of scared and you yeah. don't expect I've, to see. Something. I've woken up before when Sammy was little and her face is right here and she's just staring at me and I'm like, "Yes." Like you're 6 years old. Why are you why don't you just <laughs> poke at me and like wake me up? But she's yeah. just like staring at me until I wake up. Like why didn't you say anything? You were sleeping. I didn't want to disturb you. Well, the good news is I'm not sleeping now. Probably won't by the rest of the I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's really sleeping, so. all right tracy what you got all right so i've got one this is uh, this is a creature that is only in this movie for three minutes but oh my gosh what a three minutes it is i'm going with guillermo guillermo del toro's the pale man oh yeah because i mean such a good character creature is doug jones brings that thing and it's cool he plays the the nymph uh he plays the tree he plays the pale yeah. man but the cool thing with this creature is like it is so weird and it's like it's really cool because i've seen it like on um film books like you go yeah. like like film school like a history yeah. of film and they have that mm -hmm. On well, the it's cover. on the every time you google that movie that's the that's picture that comes up yeah yeah and that one's so interesting because that character represents the basically the forms of government 
where it will control and it will eat and it will devour and it will repress. And when that character eats one of the fairies, it is one of the craziest mm -hmm. things. And I, I saw it because I was, I liked Del Toro and I saw it opening weekend and there was only one other, my brother and I went to see it and there was only one other guy in the theater with us. It was an elderly gentleman. And when the first subtitle came up on the screen, the guy goes, Oh, hell no, I'm not reading a movie and got up and left. And I'm like, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, that guy is one of my least favorite people. I don't know him, <laughs> but I don't think I like him. So, because it's that but, kind of attitude that keeps open caption movies out of theaters. And it that's very true. Yes. Um, but I will say, I had the, the pleasure at FantasyCon that Val was uh, in charge of back in the day of meeting Doug Jones. And if you get a chance mm -hmm. to meet Doug Jones, he is the nicest guy on the planet. So I had, um, they're called lobby cards and they're just like postcard sized sections from the movie. And, they, and the set came with several lobby cards from different countries. Mm -hmm. And there was like six of them. And so his handler was like, well, pick one and he'll sign it. And he goes, I'll sign all of them. I'm like, oh, you don't need to do that. He's like, no, absolutely. And he signed every single one of them, sat there and talked to us. And then he gives every single person who comes a hug. Yeah. He is and like one of the best huggers ever. And the guy is so tall and so thin. He's got this kind of yes. alien, but he's such a nice. And he's played a lot of characters that you don't know he's played, yeah. but they're, you're like, oh, oh, like I've oh, seen that movie. I, I know that character. I know that um, and yeah. like I met him at FantasyCon as well. I met him um, at a couple other places. And then last year when I was in either, I think it was Phoenix. Um, he was at uh, that convention and he happened to be sitting at the same restaurant I was in. And I, I didn't, I'm like, do I go up? Cause he's in public. I don't like to do that. And I was talking right. to our friend, Larry Curtis um, in a text message because he knows him very well. And I said, do I go up and say hi? And he's like, yes, go say hi. And I said, what if he doesn't remember me? And he's like, he'll pretend he does because he's so nice. And he's like, but tell him hi for me. And so I went up. I reminded him of FantasyCon. He actually said like a few things about FantasyCon that made me think he remembered. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, I said, Larry says hi. He's like, oh, my gosh, I love Larry. And then we took a picture. He gave me a hug. He's such a nice guy. His handler, like his manager, whoever was with them was such a nice guy. Like sometimes they're not because they have to deal right. with telling people like, look, we're here Sorry, for dinner. Yeah. Um, and I don't usually like to bother people on their personal time, but. Right. Um, I did with him and again, again, such a talented human um, and such he's a nice, such Star a nice Trek. guy. He's been in Marvel. He's been Tim Burton. I mean, you name it. He's worked with Hocus him. Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we lost Jake for a minute, but okay. um, I am going to jump into my next one. And before I say my final one, I do want to give an honorable mention because we're just choosing three right um to to cloverfield yes um to yes. me cloverfield is so great because again i love movies where you don't really see the monster and it creates like this fear with the lighting and the music and the story and, and the sound effects. And I mean, you do eventually, but not you do, but you don't. Right. Um, right. And it's still more of the surroundings. So you or, have to work a lot harder. Slow reveal. Yes. The slow reveal. And so um, Cloverfield is my, my runner up. Um, and all of the movies that follow Cloverfield that are in that same the, the wheelhouse. Seven, I think it's seven Cloverfield Lane. Yes, which that is one. also, or ten, it's 10 said, Cloverfield Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane, um, But yeah. if you haven't seen um, the Cloverfield movies, those are my runner-ups. I know I'm breaking the rules, but I made the rules, so I I've give got, a runner-up. But my main one... Um, which I love, and you can call him a creature, a monster, a lovable guy, what your hero, whatever you want to do. But King Kong is uh -huh. my final and my favorite. He's nice. been around since 1933. He's been in movies, um, whether they're big movies. He's like, I loved it when um, 
my nephews, when I would babysit them when they were little, we would still play like the ground is lava, but then we would also watch Godzilla and Kong uh, movies, um, like the ones not in English, right. which were really cool. And then, of course, there was another movie that came in, out in 1976 and then 2005. And then some of my favorites that have come out recently where you have um, Godzilla versus Kong, because I love Godzilla too, but I'm always going to be um, Team the Kong. Kong. Okay. Um, and I, I, the, the cool thing about him is that so, he's a hero or a villain. Right. He is scary and he's kind, like he's, he's, he, you just feel for him. You have feelings for him. And, um, it's, I think it's the reason why we like Jurassic Park so much is because we created the monster and yet we want to take the monster out. You know what right. I mean? And, right. and if we don't understand it, um, instead of trying to understand it, you know, we're, we mess it up. And so, but I think like, even if you've never seen a King Kong movie, if you saw a picture of Kong, you would know who he is. And so I just think it's an icon. Um, one of my favorite creatures, monsters, whatever you want to call it, but yeah, King Kong's number one. Nice. I didn't know we were ranking these as we were going through. So you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying the out of the movies I've talked about today, King <laughs> Kong is my number one. So I, I my think boyfriend. I love I love the <laughs> big strong, I don't know. Tall, I don't know. sensitive. I don't know. Hairy. Um, there's anyway, uh there's a comic book series coming out where it's King Kong and Godzilla versus the Justice League. So, oh nice. Well, I'll have to that yeah. I so the Justice that. League needs to go down because they suck if a big you, one. But. If you like Godzilla, there's a new um, Apple TV series coming out about Monarch. Um, I love Monarch and Godzilla. Like, I love all of those. It looks, like, it looks yeah. really good. Like A lot of times the streaming special effects, especially in monster movies, look really big yeah. and dumb. This looks like feature film quality effects. Yeah, and I kind of love that with the old, like if you have Mothra and Godzilla in some of the original movies, yeah. it is like cheesy when it comes to special effects, but that's what I love it so works. much about those old yeah. ones is it just still works, you know, mm -hmm. and you have the the zooming in on the screaming people and <laughs> like it's just, I, I kind of dig it. Um, and it was hard because when I was younger, I really liked Mothra a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and even Godzilla, like the Godzilla movies, I really loved. But I think my heart kept coming back to Kong. Do you have a favorite Kong film? <sighs> I think like the one that came out, I think when I was in high school, the Peter was Jackson really one. good with Matthew, Matthew Broderick. And it oh, wasn't. That was Godzilla this, though. Godzilla, sorry. Nope, that was my favorite Godzilla, I think. But I think, honestly, when I went and saw, was it two years ago, when it was um, Godzilla versus Kong, I oh. really, really liked that one. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I love the old ones, but the fact that you can carry it through, and Dave and I had so much fun at that movie. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, get it. You know, like, I it was just so much fun. <laughs> And Ooh. I still have my um, Team Kong like shirt. Nice. And he's all about Godzilla. And uh, um, so yeah, I would, like, take that. No, take that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's Pepsi. I'm Coke. It's just always going to be that way. I loved um, Kong Skull Island with yeah, uh, Tom so and there was a lot of people in that. Yeah, there was a lot of cool actors in that. I do think there was a lot in the middle of that movie that just kind of was like. But you had John C. Riley as the stranded survivor. Again, I love all of the actors in it, but you have to admit there's a it's there's been a, a while a since part I've seen in the it. middle because I tried to rewatch it again last year. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's just it, it tried to do more story than you should for a Kong yeah, movie. That makes sense. Yeah, like if I'm going to a Kong movie, like get me to King Kong. Yeah, yeah, and like. That was the problem I had with the with the original Godzilla remake, where that like took forever. The one with Brian Cranston. Oh, it yeah. took forever to get to Godzilla. It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I love Brian Cranston, but right, which works for things like Jaws, where the yeah. shark didn't look very good, so they and, had to keep and, them off camera as much as possible. But now, 
give us oh, the monster. That's especially what we when you don't know what the monster is. I'm okay with the slow reveal. Yeah. When it's like, it's Godzilla. I know what Godzilla is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be surprised before. when the giant gorilla King Kong shows up. Like I, That's what I'm expecting. I bought tickets to it. That's what I want. <laughs> give me the Kong. Yeah, exactly. Um, so runner runners up. I have okay. a couple. Um, young Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Um, it, it's such a classic story. Most of the film versions aren't even close to the book. And if you've never read the book, like do yourself a favor. It is like, it really is a masterpiece. Yeah. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is incredible. <coughs> um, young Frankenstein is hilarious. Love We're that. Under it. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then my other runner up, the creature is dragons, how to train your dragon. I love that movie. I remember going with my son to see it when he was little uh, and he just loved it. And it was such a great concept of, you know, riding the dragons and, and, and things like that. But dragons in general are great creatures that, yeah. that are great movies. The Hobbit is another example of a smog or smog. However you want to say it. Smog. Reign of fire with Matthew McConaughey. Reign of fire is another. Yes. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. So lots of good dragon movies, but the movie that I picked for this one is Monster House. Oh, that is good. Yeah, and it's one of those where, like, it tells you in the title what the movie's about, which is. (laughs) But we don't expect it. it. We still were like, "What?" Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm sure they're going to think it's a monster house, but there's really a logical explanation. And there was, but the explanation was that he like buried his wife in the basement and she became the house. And that's totally normal and fine. Oh, totally fine. All the time. <laughs> uh, but I just, I love that movie um, because it is, it's different, you know, in this age of where everything is Disney and everything is Pixar and everything is DreamWorks. And I love all of those. This was something that was different and it kind of stood on its own. Um, and it was unlike anything that was out at the time. Plus his friend, who's the fat little kid, like that was me as a kid. And I loved it. And I just like, so excited about everything running around in a superhero cape. Like he was just awesome. Um, And then the old man that they think is this really big grouch that always wants them to stay off of his lawn and stay out of his house. It's because he's really, he cares about the kids and wants to protect them from the house that has become a monster. So uh, it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. We put it on every Halloween uh, and watch it. So I, love I forgot about that one. I'll have to put that one in the queue. It's a good one. I like that. All right. right so I have a, a couple runners up old school. Um, I love the Dracula uh, mythos. So the original Dracula Nosferatu that creeped me out. I, I had to do a research paper. I had to read, didn't have to read. Well, I kind of did. It was an assignment, but we read um, Bram Stoker's Dracula in AP English I had to do a report on it. So we went up to the University of Utah um, to do research. And this is back in the day where you had to use the card catalog and then go find it. And we found out that they carried movies up there and I'd never seen Nosferatu. And so I was like, all right, I'll check this out. And then I was just like, this is so creepy. This is so cool. Um, So that one, that one's one of mine. When you started saying old school, I thought you meant the movie old school. And I'm like, <laughs> Will Ferrell is a little bit of a monster, a of a monster in, that. in yeah. that movie. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Cannonball. Um, um, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, oh. this is a, it's a, still a runner up, but they have so many creatures in that one. But the merman, because they talk several times about how you they want to see the merman and the merman never gets picked. And then at the end, when all the creatures get set loose, you see the merman and it's this giant fish man thing and it eats one of the humans and then it shoots blood out of its blowhole and it's just so over the top. It's just hysterical. That one also includes a unicorn killing somebody with its horn. I mean, it's just crazy over the top, but it's fun. Jake, Um, that movie's not for you. That's a non-Jake movie. As he's describing Uh, it. This one. This one, though, this was a this was a runner up, but this one is a Jake movie, the Rancor from Return of the Jedi, because uh, that's nice. just a cool looking monster, right? And then you have the trainer who like is sobbing because it died. Yeah, like, I love I love the the attachment that he obviously had to the Rancor, and it it makes you sad. 
right? Like, that so ranger had, like, had a you're threat. Like rooting for Luke to kill him. Pet. Yeah. He was, you know, and took then his like, life away from him. Luke, Luke Skywalker, what did you do? Turn into the dark side, killing him. What a jerk. What a jerk Luke is. <laughs> Um, it's it's a it's a quick trip from killing a rancor to wanting to murder your nephew in their in his sleep like that's all oh, that's yeah. that's a good pair i had not made that connection yeah yeah you really the monster say, here the serial killers often start with with creatures it's true yeah taking the legs off of little bugs and stuff like that yeah dang jake yep you when just reframed the whole last Jedi for me. This really world. just got after dark. That wow. went yeah. real dark. That went real dark. Wow. Well done, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my number one monster creature, and, and y'all know what it is, but it's the it's the alien from the Alien franchise. Um, I mean, it's so creepy. The first movie is a haunted house in space. You have this crew that sets down on this planet. It, they investigate the signal or the ship that they find and there's these eggs and one of the guys leans over and the egg opens up and the thing jumps on its face mm -hmm. shoves an egg down the guy's body and if you before you like because now it's so common like no spoiler alerts everybody knows what alien is but the first time you see it and that alien comes bursting out of the chest it's like and it's been done. It's been done over and over. Like it's so iconic yeah. that so many different, it's been I mean, done in so many different mediums now. Yeah. It, was in, it was in space. Balls. Balls, yeah. 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 Hello, my baby. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I read a, I read an interview where um, Ridley Scott, he was, uh, he was on one of the lots after that came out and Francis Ford Coppola, came up to him and he was like, how did you do that scene? He's like, I've watched it over and over because he was at the lot so he could get a, a reel because this is back before you could stream it or DVD mm -hmm. it or whatever. And so he's like, I had the reel and I sat there and I just, I was going frame by frame trying to figure out how you did this. And so then Ridley Scott was like, that's when I knew like, okay, I might be, I might be pretty good at this. This might be, yeah. might be all right. Um, but then it starts off as like this little bug thing and then it mutates into the into the alien. It takes out the entire crew, and then it ramps up with the second movie. And then you develop a lot of aliens, and it develops the alien queen. And the queen is just so freaking cool looking because they're like at one point they're like, "Where are all these things coming from?" And then it cuts to the eggs being laid. And the camera slowly pans across this creature until you see the queen in all her glory. And she has like this exoskeleton crown. Mm. It's part machine, part alien. Um, and and the scene where Ripley goes down there and the one of the she she basically she has a flamethrower uh, and and she like holds it next Another to one of the reason eggs. why we should all have flamethrowers. <laughs> <laughs> She holds it up to the egg at threatening the queen. Like, if you want to go, we'll go. But then this is, this is happening. And she like sprays fire above the eggs and then like is holding it next to the egg. And so the queen hisses and the, and the guard aliens like drop back. And then later as they're getting ready, they're slowly stepping back. They're slowly backing out. And there's like this understanding between Ripley and the queen. And then one of the eggs behind Ripley opens and the, and it starts to unfurl. And and Sigourney Weaver gives this look at the queen like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And then she just unloads and starts blowing up the place. And it's just, mm -hmm. mwah. But the, the other movies, not so great. I'm excited because there's actually a TV series coming. Um, it's being uh, created by Noah Hawley, who did um, uh, Fargo on FX, the Fargo series. And outside of the last season of Fargo, I really enjoyed the shows. This last season was kind of a not so great. Um, but, uh, he also did, um, Legion, which is a take on the X-Men story, um, uh, Professor X's son. Um, so he's very interesting. I'm very interested to see what they do with that. And then there's a movie version coming out, um, directed by Freddie Alvarez and Ridley Scott, uh, recently saw it and told Freddie that he was really happy with how it turned out. And Ridley Scott does not give compliments period, let alone based on works that he's done. Like he killed Blade Runner 2049. Like he hated it and was not afraid to let Denny, Denny VL know. I can't ever say his name. Um, he wasn't afraid to let the director know it. So Freddie Alvarez was like, I was terrified. 
but I wanted to hear it from the man himself. If he was going to tell me it sucked, I wanted to hear it from the guy. And he said instead he was like, that was really, really good. So I'm very interested to see what they with what they do. And I'm bummed because Scott made two really good prequels that a lot of people hate, but I enjoyed. And it ends on a cliffhanger, and we're never going to get the third film. Never say never, Tracy. He's he's doing... Um, never say never. He's got the Napoleon film with Joaquin Phoenix, and then he's got another... He's doing a Gladiator sequel, so yeah. he's said he's done with it, and I kind of believe him, but... The Napoleon film, Bonaparte, yeah. not Dynamite. Right. <laughs> Joaquin yes. Phoenix is Napoleon yes. Dynamite. Joaquin oh, Phoenix. What the heck out of that? <laughs> I don't know. I would watch And that. on that note, on that note. Um, don't forget to put um, in your calendar, and hopefully this was fun for you tonight. I like it when we do staff picks. Yeah. And when you when we can talk about more than one movie at a time, maybe give, um, you know, people something to think about, maybe to add to their list, because just because they're older movies doesn't mean that everybody has seen them. Right. Um, so I love that because sometimes I add things to my list as well. Um, but November 3rd, correct? Yep. Um, we will be at the Midway. We'll be raising money. Fine. It's kind of our last push We've got to we've got to raise that last thousand dollars, and I think it's actually like eight hundred and something yeah. um, dollars. But again, every little bit counts. Again, if you have something that you would just like to add to the raffle prizes, reach out to one of us. You can message us on uh, movies that make us on Facebook, mm -hmm. and we can pick that stuff up for you. Um, you can also donate. I believe if even if you can't come that night or going to um, a bar isn't your thing. Um, you can donate. Um, we usually have links in the podcast, yep. um, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram. There's no reason to not, um, find us. You should right. be able to find the link. And again, whether it's $5 or a hundred dollars, like we're equally grateful for Absolutely. all of it. Um, we can't, I need to start getting my outfit together to run in because mm -hmm. of course that's way more important than the fact that I haven't been training for this 10 K. Um, but if I have the right outfit, I feel like I could push through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I found, I found the shoes I'm going to get. I have my list. shoes too. Uh, the, the, the rollerblade. Yeah. The, the oh, off. wait, can we use yeah. those or is that against the rules? Oh. <sighs> It's also, they're also $1,400. Oh, so, well. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I wasn't going to use them. Well, they do feel like no rollerblades. So, you know, maybe you could sneak these since these are new. Like these aren't blades. Right. It's, it's not the rules that are preventing me from actually it's using the money. <laughs> if we had that much money, we would just be, we have all donated, just so you know. Yes, we have all we personally are. donated um, to the cause. I will probably be donating it again. And and we're paying for our own airfare, our own hotel, our own shoes. Everything is coming out of our pocket. Anything you donate goes directly to American Cancer Society. Yep. And if you donate um, $100 to my page, I will write your name on my body somewhere. So I'm running, and then your name could be right here. Or maybe it's a person that you love that um, has fought cancer before. My mom's name will be um, on my arm. My, um, You know, I have my friend... I have a couple of friends. I mean, I feel like we all yeah. um, have a couple of friends, but my friend Katina is going to be on there. Um, you know what? If you donate a hundred dollars, I will write Val's friend's name on my head because there's a lot of real estate. <laughs> there is. There is. There, it's a big I, head, and there's nothing stopping it. I'll throw this out there. I mean, there's a lot of space on Tracy's head. We could get a couple hundred dollar. We donations. could get at least five um, names on that head easily. And, Easily. And listen, if you don't want it to be a name, we could write oh, something else. Just tell yeah. us what you want written on as there. As long Within, as it's not obscene. Yeah, right. as long as it's not obscene yeah. and gets kicked out. But like, right. yeah. yeah. It's gotta you be could even it. request BYU is the best and he will cry will a little bit. Charity. But if you donate a hundred plus dollars, he will do it. I'd do it for charity. Yeah, I, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Rapunzel dress in Florida, so I will do just about anything for charity. Yeah, it's true, guys. This is it. If you want to get Tracy, and, and, just and pay it. That it will hurt. Charity. The BYU it is hurt. awesome. 
Marco or just Whisper. BYU. Just BYU yeah. across the back. That would hurt, but I would do it. Wow, it would hurt. I I wouldn't be able to help you do it. Like you'd have to <laughs> write it on there because I, don't I will write it on there. I, no, we get Babe to do it. He'd put some flair. He's not going to be well, awake. No, what are you talking he'll, about? He'll do it permanently, Tracy. You don't, <laughs> want, you don't want him to do it, yeah. I, that's going to be a very picture. large donation. That's got to yeah. be a very big donation, yeah. Um, well, I got to get back on the road, Time. so I appreciate the fun chat. I right. don't know where I'm going next. It's a big surprise. Nice. So. I think I have ideas, but... So, so tune in next week to find out where Val went. Our continuing adventures of where in the world is Valerie Cameron. And then join us on November 3rd. It's after Halloween, so it's all treats, no tricks. Come and check out our trivia. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, guys. Until next time, we won't see you at the movies. But we want to see you at the Midway. So Come on down. That's right. <laughs>